Hey guys, happy Halloween. I'm so excited. This is a wonderful weekend for a lot of us. Halloween is such a fun time, so I really hope you guys are having a great time loving your costumes. I can't wait to see all the pictures and everything on Instagram, but I wanted to pop in, remind everybody, I know a lot of you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, and if you do listen to us on Apple Podcasts, please, please, please leave us that written review in addition to that five-star rating. It helps us so much. So when you guys write us a review, it helps us pop up on um, Apple's algorithm. It helps us push us up on the charts. It just does so many great things. So I would really, really, really appreciate it if you could take the time and do that. Also, um, in good news, I wanted to say that we have finally hit over 100,000 downloads a week. We are precisely actually averaging 130,000 downloads a week. So this is huge. This is a new milestone. And I just want to say huge thank you from the entire Skincare Anarchy team for tuning in, for getting the word out there about us, for, you know, getting your friends and family involved and excited about our show and, and just showing us that love. You know, this is so meaningful, so special for us. I cannot thank you enough. So I just wanted to just, you know, make sure you understood that you are so appreciated and we love you guys so much. Now, this episode coming up is actually about supplements. Supplements is a new wellness category that I'm expanding us into because I think it's so important, especially now because, you know, more and more people in the wintertime, I've noticed for some reason, um, love taking supplements. And I think that's great, but you should definitely know what the best options are, right? So I wanted to remind everybody that anything you ever see on Skincare Anarchy, anything I ever bring on, any brand, any guest, it's always going to be vetted for you and it's always going to be the best of the best. So you can trust every single option I provide you here. I promise. Also, with that said, Top Picks 2022 is about to come out very, very soon, sooner than you think. Um, and I'm really excited about the brands that we're showcasing this year. We will also include the brands from last year so that you can see, you know, just where we've come to thus far, right? In terms of who the best of the best are and, you know, what they're making and what are some of the products that you could really, really opt in for this holiday season and beyond. So I hope you love it. It's a very, very easy format. And that's, I made it exactly how I would like a top picks list to be very to the point, very organized, easy to access, easy to navigate. So I hope you appreciate that from the art component. Um, it took us a while to create this, but I hope you love it. Uh, with all that said, I hope you love this episode even more because it is one of the greatest supplement lines that is out there. I use it myself. Friday Glow is amazing. They have an amazing supplement, which I'm a huge fan of. Um, and it's, it's all about glycemic control and I love it. So I just tune in for the episode, take a listen and let me know what you think afterwards in the comments or chime in, send me an email. All right, guys, take care and stay safe out there. Okay. This is a crazy weekend, but you know, people get crazy too. So just stay safe and come back for another episode as soon as you can. All right. Thank you. Hi guys, welcome back to Skincare Anarchy. This is Ekta and I have a wonderful guest with me today. She is the founder of a really well-crafted ingestibles brand that is very, very healthy for your skin. It's a beautiful brand. There's a lot of options and I'm really excited to be discussing this topic. So without further ado, I want to introduce you guys to the founder of Vita Glow, Anna Lee. Welcome to the show, Anna. I'm so excited to be hosting you. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be on. Yes, I've been uh, looking forward to our interview because like I said, you know, in the intro, I love the concept of how the ingestible um, category of beauty and skin health is evolving and your brand is such a beautiful um, hallmark in this area. So I would love to dive into all of that. But first, I'd love to get started with you telling us about your background um, and then also how you got involved in the beauty space. Well, I was born in Brazil, actually. I mean, you can tell by my accent, I'm Australian. I, I've moved to Brazil when I was six years old. Uh, I was born in Brazil and when I was six years old, sorry, I moved to Australia. So my parents were migrants into Australia, really to give my sister and I, uh, you know, opportunities that we we wouldn't have had had we stayed there. And 
I think being Brazilian and having that Brazilian background beauty is such a huge part of our culture. And I think growing up as a little girl, watching my mum get ready and put on her perfume and use her products uh, really was sort of the beginning of this love affair of beauty. You know, I'm, I was born yeah. a lover. I'm really passionate about all different categories, even in this trip here in New York you know, speaking to everybody, I'm always so interested in what products they're using and um, who, what, you know, what content creators they're following. Um, and, and I think that has always been in my blood for a really long time ever since I was young. So skincare and especially skincare using ingestibles is really exciting because with the right products, you can make real tangible, visible differences to the skin and the surface of our skin you know, only makes up about 3% of the full skin organ. So when you use ingestibles, you're targeting the other 97% um, of the skin below the surface. So knowing that we could, you know, innovate products that would have a really positive impact on people's lives and their beauty routines and the way they felt about their skin uh, is continues to be a huge inspiration for me in what I do every day. I love that. I really love that. And I think that, you know, um, I, I've noticed that every founder that has wonderful products and, and products that are actually efficacious in this space, they have, you know, um, a very strong passion for really helping people figure out how to really make their skin healthier rather than just instant results or instant glow or whatever you want to call it. You know what I mean? So like it's, it really goes hand in hand with, I think your line because you're obviously, you know, a Vita Glow is, uh, you know, it's an ingestible line, like we said earlier, and it's all about maintenance and it's all about, you know, really maintaining that healthy outlook. So um, with that being said, I would love for you to dive into the products and just really tell us about where um you you know your journey began when it came to the science of it all and you know how you um, recognize the things that we need or our body needs our skin needs and how that really kind of um, I guess how that story progressed into creating the brand creating the products etc. So I suppose my original uh, vision for Vita Glow was to help people address their beauty concerns with effective ingestible products. And it's still the same vision that I have every day. And really, I experienced these transformative effects that marine collagen supplementation had had on my hair, um, especially after experiencing hair loss. Um, and I discovered marine collagen peptide powders overseas. I'd tried every product on the market and I had only really seen true, visible, tangible results from daily collagen supplementation. So, you know, I invested into the research to understand the science behind the results that I was seeing across not only my hair, but my skin and nails as well. And it was the clinical data that was very evident from the research that I undertook once I wanted to understand whether these products actually had legs. Um, and I sort of felt those transformative effects that I experienced really, I knew I had to share this and this formative experience of mine in the beginning really set the foundation of how we show up as a brand and, and as a business, you know, really creating innovative science-backed products that elicit real tangible, visible results. That's interesting. Um, now, I, I I do want to know, though, um, what were you, you mentioned collagen, right? So when it comes to collagen, I have a lot of questions because with mm. collagen, um, as you know, it's actually um, only efficacious if you are, you know, really chopping it up into the actual amino acids that are used to create the collagen. Mm -hmm. So how has that formulation worked for you? So first of all, the single most important part of a collagen peptide powder, the only mm -hmm. thing that really matters when looking for a collagen peptide powder is its molecule weight. So the lower the molecule weight of the collagen peptide powder, the higher the absorption, the higher the efficacy, the higher the bioavailability. Why? Because when you put collagen in your water and you mix it, it you drink it, it passes the lining of the stomach intact, and then it's absorbed and distributed by the bloodstream. It's hydrolyzed into a low molecule weight collagen peptide powder. So if you're taking a collagen product, email them, look at the back of the uh, pack and see what the molecule weight is. Vita Glows is as low as 2,000 Daltons, which is as low as, um, as 
as I can find anywhere around the world. Marine collagen is widely accepted as the best form of collagen for pharmaceutical purposes, um, lower molecule weight than its bovine or porcine um, uh, competitors. And also you need to look at the sourcing. I mean, we use four different type of fish species to not put too much pressure on any species. And we have the complete amino acid profile uh, in our collagen products. The, the really interesting thing about collagen, marine collagen, is that is the way that it's sourced. So we use the skin of fish, which would otherwise be discarded as waste. It's a fish that are for consumption, and we hydrolyze the skin. And that hydrolysis process, we use an enzyme process, so there's no chemicals in the hydrolysis, because collagen in its raw molecule weight is 300,000 Daltons. That is a mm -hmm. huge molecule weight which is why I believe that the best way to take collagen is having it in water, in coffee, in tea, and not having it in a smoothie or a bar or in food. Because when you have a smoothie or a shake, you've got banana, chia seeds, oat milk, spinach, whatever else you're putting in there. And that's getting, you know, broken down by the digestive system. And we want collagen to be absorbed and distributed by the bloodstream so that it can travel through blood vessels to the layers of the skin underneath the dermis, the extracellular matrix or the collagen matrix, however you want to call it, where it stimulates fibroblast proliferations, which are the cells responsible for collagen production in the body. And I know that especially in this market in the US, you know, there have been products that have come to market and killed the category because they're not efficacious, they're not backed by clinical trials, they don't have the science to, to, to back it and, and they, they, they're not palatable, the serving size is too high, so then, you know, like who wants to put 20 grams of collagen in their coffee? It's revolting, I wouldn't want to do that either. So mm -hmm. it's really looking for a product that has integrity. I'm really proud that we, last financial year, we invested $1.2 million on clinical trials. Vita Glow will not uh, produce a new product and bring a new product to market unless it has really robust clinical trials. And, uh, you know, collagen now is, it's, it's a commodity. Like I feel like it's a beauty buzzword. It's everywhere. Um, and that's, it's good in a way because people are understanding the importance of ingestible beauty. The category alone is, 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 is big and growing, but unfortunately it's, well, or fortunately, I'm not sure it's still in its infancy. So there's still a lot of people that sit on the fence about whether or not it works, whether it's pseudoscience, does this really work? What are the clinical studies? And lately we've seen a lot of headways. You know, there's over 800 research papers on the benefits of collagen supplementations in the last couple of years and, you know, 19 of which are the gold standard, which invest in double-blind placebo-controlled trials, which are the only clinical trials that BetaGlow runs, double-blind placebo-controlled trials. And it's not that other brands don't want to do these clinical trials. I'm sure most brands would want to do clinical trials to that extent, but it's incredibly expensive. Yes, yes, you know, it is. Any, and, anything and, that has to do with bench work and clinical anything is just ridiculously expensive yeah and it's so much more expensive than a skincare like a traditional topical skincare clinical trials they're so much cheaper in terms of you know the process of getting a clinical trial done they, re they require a lot less subjects um, and then when you're doing double blind placebo control studies you, you're doubling up because one group has to receive the product the other group has to receive a placebo so it's a complex um, process to undertake but I think that collagen is a phenomenal supplement I think that there is we're making huge headways in terms of um, the information that's getting out there it's great to see doctors and dermatologists and estheticians and skin experts really getting behind the category but the consumer does have to be careful in asking the right questions reading the NIP the supplement facts on the back of the packaging and really understanding what they're taking and if you don't know email the customer service and ask you know they're absolutely really no, absolutely. I think, you know, I have, I have so many questions, you know, I really do because I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm a huge, um, I'm, I'm not pro ingestibles. I haven't been for a long time. And the reason for that is because I've seen a lot of people who've actually suffered from poorly manufactured products. And I'm not saying that's you guys. I'm just saying in general in the past, you know, like 10 years ago. And mm -hmm. a lot of times that led to chronic kidney disease. It led to um, a decline in GFR. And the reason for that was exactly what you had mentioned, which is these are these very, very large molecules that they were putting in these capsules and they were not getting absorbed and they were causing people to just, you know, have to use their renal system to excrete everything out and when you're over when you know for everyone listening when you're over um saturating your your kidneys and your renal apparatus 
it's going to get damaged. And that's why people have been so, you know, on the fence with ingestibles in the past. So I think that what you're doing here is actually very, very innovative and it's very cutting edge because of the size of the molecules that you're actually, uh, that you actually have in your product. You know what I mean? So I, I that's, that. yeah. Yeah. And, and the so, other thing is that molecules and actives are very different. You know, so like even though Vita Glow started as a collagen brand, we are not a collagen brand now. We're an ingestible beauty brand. So we have a line of products, which is our marine collagen, which we sell. But we also have an effervescent multivitamin antioxidant blend with vitamins and minerals. That's an effervescent powder that is designed to melt into the tongue so that it can absorb into the bloodstream within 15 minutes, as opposed to a pill or a tablet that can take the body up to 15, 40 minutes to break down. You go to the bathroom, it's fluorescent yellow. Our uh, hairology, which is for targeted hair loss, um, the key active ingredient in that is anagame. That is a vegan cellulose capsule. Radiance, which targets pigmentation, the key ingredient is Skinax2. That is a vegan cellulose capsule because they're designed for a small, slow targeted release where we want the active ingredients to be protected by the capsule until it reaches the small intestines so that it can be a small, slow release and people can see results. So collagen, I don't recommend taking in a capsule, for example, uh, because of the molecule weight and because it needs to be pre-digested as opposed to broken down by the digestive system. So there, there are, I mean, and most people, like you said, leave their house rattling every day because they've taken, you know, six multi, six fish oil tablets and two multivitamins and a vitamin C and a this and a that. And, yeah. uh, and it's in, it, it's, it is. It it's is, overload. It's it overload. Is, I yeah. completely agree. Yeah. And I think, you know, one thing I have a question about is, you know, I, I know you're not just collagen and that's really, I like that. I love the brand, you know, don't get me wrong. I love the brand. I think it's a really phenomenal brand. My, the reason I asked you about the collagen was because this is an area that really needs to be clarified, you know, for the industry. And I think that, you know, people need to understand that when you're doing any kind of absorption through a mucous membrane, there's a role of certain antibodies that come into play. And when you're ingesting things that are like vitamins, for example, you mentioned vitamin A, which is a fat soluble vitamin you have to actually take it with a source of fat right so you have to understand what is absorption what is digestion and that's where the consumer really needs more resources in terms of understanding how gut health works you know for example i would love to you know ask you um if you during your clinical trials when you were testing things did you look at the levels of iga uh, antibodies that were, you know, present in someone's gut flora at the time when they were, you know, undergoing the process. What what kind of clinical trials did you do? Because IgA is used, as we all know, in science, it's used as a major carrier for carrying things across mucous membranes. So these are the questions I have, because when you study gut health, it's not just about you ingest something and it's going to pass your mucous membranes. No, it's not. The gut barrier is extremely hard to difficult to pass. So that's where I get very, very confused and I have a lot of questions. So I would love for you to dive more into the clinical data and tell me a little bit more about that. I think what's really important with with the clinical trials, it depends on the product. So for example, with Radiance, the Skinax2, it's a blend of melon extract and um, uh, grapeseed oil, right? With zinc and vitamins and, and zinc and vitamins. And then we've got, uh, and vitamin C. And then you've got Radiance, that's Radiance. Then you've got Herology, which is, and again, it's a pea sprout protein where the clinical trials run on that particular ingredient. Collagen is using, a, it's a very simple formulation. It's a one ingredient formulation. It has a hydrolyzed peptide. In terms of that particular question, I don't know the answer. I'd have to get Lauren Dewsbury, our head research scientist that does all of the um the the, speci the specializations and the types of detail of the clinical trials, but we invest in what is a double-blind placebo-controlled trials, and we measure things like skin firmness, skin elasticity, hydration in the skin, the levels of hydration in the skin. Does it increase fibroblast density? Does it increase the density of the elasticity in the skin? Keratin, collagen levels, um, and then you know with with hair growth, for example, we're looking at the, the the phase of the hair follicle in the root, how that is in what is the average hair loss of every person that's receiving the product of hairology, for example, how many strands, because over a hundred strand, about a hundred strands of hair loss a day is considered normal. So it really depends on the product. 
um, and the manufacturing. So for example, our collagen is hydrolyzed in France, we have radiance in herology, which is made in Australia, hyaluronic acid is made in Germany, our skincare is made in Switzerland. So there are a lot of different stakeholders that create all of the different testing, which is why it is so expensive to actually be able to do clinical trials. Right. No, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. And I, um, you know, I didn't want to bombard you with too many science questions. I apologize. If no, I, uh, no, it's you know. fine. Um, no, it's it's great, actually. Um, but I, but I, you know, I, I'm, I'm very, very impressed. You know, really, I am because I, at the end of the day, like I've said, you know, it's a very difficult category. You know, this is a, a category. Very difficult category. My goodness, I always say, difficult. if you can make it in ingestibles, you can make it in anything. Because exactly. Taking and the other thing about clinical trials is, I look at. I mean, I formulate skincare, so I know we have three skincare products in our range. It's an eye cream, a serum, and a moisturizer. And you look at the a the price of formulating skincare is second like it's so cheap compared to the price of of ingestibles regulation every country that you go into has a different regulation when it comes to a food product or an ingestible product you know your supplement facts the back of your packaging has to be completely different for every single country that you go into regulations what you can say in one country as opposed to what you can say in another country different languages for example so as a science first ingestible beauty brand investing in our own trials but also looking at robust independent research and that's why with collagen seeing these new purchase papers coming out is pretty good and it's really exciting because for so long when we started this in 2000 I mean I we conceptualized this business in 2013 we started in 2014 it was a hard slog you know there was not a lot of people that believed in it so building credibility as a brand in a new category isn't easy and it takes a huge amount of investment we employ science lens at every step of our NPD process we source only active ingredients that have been clinically studied once we land on the final formulation, we test it. It under clinical trials, the team trials it, then we do consumer trials, then we do before and afters. And bringing the product to market takes years. And most of our products takes about two years to formulate. And, you know, this is a commitment that we want to make because we want to continue our repeat customer rate that we have and our loyal customers. And also because if the product doesn't work, then people don't buy it again. Um, And then the team, you know, there's 60 people in my North Sydney office. It's not a one-man band. We've got a growing team in the UK, in Europe, uh, France, Germany, particular in the US, in China, which is our biggest market. And then having a fully fledged regulations team, a quality team, um, a science and research team, you know, having um, scientists on our books working for us full time, uh, logistics, finance, marketing, creative sales. It's, it's It's a huge undertaking. And in this category, it's incredibly hard and it's harder in some markets. I, you know, I have to say in Australia, we have great competitive ingestible beauty brands. We have some of the best ingestible beauty brands in the world, maybe because our TGA, which is equivalent to your FDA, um, is so strict and so stringent. I'm not, or I don't know whether the market is just, re- you know, more ready. I've, I've found that in the US, I think you've had some giants that have come in and have left a really sour taste in people's mouth because of the quality of their products. And there's been a lot of ingestible brands that have actually been dropped by major retailers. Yeah, yeah, and, you absolutely. Know, caused a lot of people to be like, is this a scam? Does this work? And, in, and, and, and this is my second time to the US this year. And it does feel a little bit overwhelming. I mean, I, my first media meeting that I had here when we first launched the brand in um, February, someone downright asked me, do you really own your brand or is it owned by Nestle? You know, yeah. yeah. Um, And, and I, and that was such an interesting thing because it's, it shows me how much education is still needed in this, in this market. And this, you know, the US has the the best consumers in the world. I mean, your products are amazing. So to see just how much we're coming across, and and that is a challenge, by the way, of being a first mover. It was the same challenge we had in 2014 when we first launched and nobody else was doing collagen. You know, um, we didn't get someone to put our stores into bricks and mortars really and believing with us until Maya, which is our our leading department store in Australia, um, took a chance on us in 2017. So that was a really hard slog to 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 put forward a compelling case for ingestibles what i want to see is people incorporating ingestible beauty products like they would a serum or a moisturizer or an spf but being concern led 
right? You don't need to take seven different products in order to get results. I'm a huge believer in less is more. What is your concern? Is it pigmentation? Then I would recommend radiance. Is it hair loss? Then I would recommend hairology. We're bringing a new product to market that focuses on acne. Is it, and is it collagen? Are you looking for an overall supplement? Is it inflammation? Then antigeox would be better because in order to get results from ingestibles or supplements in general is you have to be consistent, right? You can't yes. have one on Monday and one on Friday and expect to see results. You can't dibble dabble. So we wanted to make it easy for people and it should be as easy as putting on your, your moisturizer or putting on it's part of your daily diet, but less is more. I don't take every single product in the range. You know, when I have pigmentation, I've recently come back from Europe. So I started taking, so I took the radiance for two months and now I'm just back on the collagen again. So it's really about being focused. And that's as a brand. I mean, sometimes we find new ingredients and we get really excited about them, but for the most part, we're concern led. Right. No, and I and I completely agree with everything you said. I mean, honestly, from the point about Nestle, about, you know, that uh, customer saying something to you, I mean, it really shows you that this market, and that's why I said what I said, it's an extremely difficult area to really take on, you know, when it comes to health and wellness. And so I really applaud you for doing it and doing it properly because, you know, that person that came up to you, Anna, they weren't lying. This is the corruption that's been present in this area. You know what I mean? Like it's been, it's been here for a while. And that's why I mentioned what I did earlier about the renal disease. You know, the patients I've seen just come in in the past decade, you know, like a decade mm -hmm. ago, like people, people have really suffered because of these big conglomerate you know organized like organized companies that are just pumping out bullshit you know what i mean it's just not even real and so yeah the u.s consumer i think definitely is very very like there's a stigma you know there's still stigma and it needs to be overcome and i think brands like you are really trailblazing the way to like re kind of i i guess you know it, it's like cognitive behavioral therapy sort of you know for the consumer where you're trying to rewire people's brains to realize that not everybody is going to do it in a botched way some people like, for example, I'm pregnant again. Um, and so at the moment I'm taking a folate supplement on its own. Right. And I'm not yeah. taking a pregnancy multivitamin because I know my diet. I know what I eat. I take the antigeox. I know the ingredients that are in that particular product. I'm getting enough vitamin C and zinc and selenium and other, and other vitamins and minerals and antioxidants in my diet. Um, you know, I don't take an iron supplement because I've had my blood work done and I'm high in iron. So I don't need to take an iron supplement. But most people aren't looking at them in that level, you know, and, 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 and the other thing is a lot of people are self-prescribing. So they're like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm feeling a bit sickly. I might just um, add some vitamin, strong dose of vitamin C in my diet. And it's, it's un, you know, not everybody has the level of inf access to information that we do or the interest perhaps. And so you do get a lot of that as well. Um, and, and maybe that is... I mean, I speak to people every day that are like, I'm a huge supplement taker. I take this, this, that, and that, and that. And I'm like, why? <laughs> why yeah, there's no need. Things? Like, you know, and it's, no and it's the same with like with skin, with skin, you know, like I, I mean, on this, on this trip meeting with media and content creators and so many different people. And they're like, oh, you know, well, I had this laser treatment and I had this and I had the skin needling. And I look at their skin and I'm like, but why? Like, I've never had skin leading or, you know, for my cesarean scar, my previous cesarean scar, I did keloid scar. So I did have laser resurfacing on that scar because it was burning and itching as a keloid and I've got darker skin. So that is um, common for it to happen. But I've never had laser treatments or resurfacing treatments or skin leading in my skin. Why? My skin doesn't need to go through that much trauma. I don't need it. Exactly. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And, but see, here's the thing though, Anna, that's called being a an educated and informed consumer. You know what I mean? You have done your homework. You do your homework. You look things up when you don't know or if you have questions or go ask a professional. There's a lot of people that, you know, and it just irks me so much. There are so many people who are still relying on TikTok. And they're still relying you know, on I Instagram have this, Reels. I have this funny you know? thing when people say to me, like, so I read this article and I'm like, did you read that article or did you watch it on TikTok? <laughs> <laughs> or did you watch it all the time? And they're like, 
They're like, oh, yeah. no, I saw it on TikTok. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's just one to read. Okay, so you didn't read the article. Yeah. So, <laughs> that article know, didn't exist. You I, know? Just, I can't stand that, though. I hate that. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's, it's like, you know, here's the thing. I am, okay, I'm all for the everyday consumer. I'm all about being on their team, of course, you know, but... There's a reason why you guys will not see a huge presence of skincare anarchy on TikTok. You won't see us a huge presence of us on these like high, fast-paced social media platforms. Why? Because that is not how you get your information. You have got to go onto PubMed, okay, or Google Scholar, and you've got to look up information. And so, you know, when Anna and I were speaking earlier about, you know, the the molecular weight of, you know, the collagen uh, supplement, that's the information that you should be looking up, you know? And if anyone is listening, and you do you have done that homework that would have resonated with you you know what I mean like for me it was like huge like mind blown like yes that's a very very small size you know and that's amazing that you've been able to accomplish that so that's the kind of thing where I get very frustrated because I'm like you know what it's time for us to take our health into our own hands and like you said in the way of like you know being educated being informed and investing in the right brands you have to do that you know like you, you know you have a range of products right like for me for example I'm deficient in vitamin d it's just something that's genetic my mother's like that I'm mm. like that my vitamin d is almost like non-existent so I am on a vitamin d supplement but do you understand how difficult that is to even get on that you know doctors are still like you know prescribing those kind of things people have issues still you know with prescribing it and then they say go buy a daily vitamin and then I go to the store and I'm like no I'm not buying a daily vitamin because if I buy a vitamin d supplement there's other crap in there that I don't want to take you know yeah, so it's how much very- of it are you absorbing you know because it used to be thought 30 to 40 percent the physician's desk reference paper which updated in 2016 on that particular topic it's closer to 10 you know 10 to 10 to 20 percent so like for example i see this with hair skin and nail supplements all the time especially in the pill forms or your daily vitamins like i don't know about in the fda but in in the tga in australia the minimum requirement to make claims on hair skin and nail benefits you need 50 milligrams of vitamin c but the body needs a thousand milligrams of vitamin C a day in order to be able to produce collagen so you're taking a supplement with 50 but then you're absorbing 10 percent of that so yeah 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 so and there are some like if you're a vegan for example you know you should take a vitamin b12 supplement and 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 you should take one that goes inside you can spray inside your mouth you know so that has a a better bioavailability for example so there are supplements that like if you have very low iron i mean i've had really low iron with my pregnancies and you know what i didn't take an oral iron supplement because they make you not be able to go to the bathroom (laughs) yeah you know and they really clog you up and that's with all the progesterone in pregnancy that makes it even worse and so when it drops to a level that's sort of below 15 which mine did in all three of my pregnancies I had an iron infusion now no one's going to go and sit and have an iron infusion because it can decolor your skin there's side effects to it but when you're that low taking an iron supplement that you buy over the counter is going to do nothing (laughs) so Yeah, it it is. um, It's a minefield, though. And I don't blame the consumer for going on TikTok, um, because who's got time to do those research and who's got and and I don't blame them for being confused and not understanding. And I don't blame them for feeling like, is this a scam? Is this real? And and then the other thing is that, you know, supplements are not going to cure poor diet. It's not going to cure um, lack of sleep. It's not going to cure you know, and, and so we, I do agree with what you say in that we need to take it into our own hands. You know, even on this trip, like I'm, I'm jet lagged, I'm waking up at like 2, 3 a.m. I am back to backs. And so I'm eating food from restaurants or cafes. I'm not home cooking anything. I, you know, I leave it too late to eat. So then I get really hungry and I'm like, I feel like a burger, <laughs> you know, and then, and I'm not drinking as much water as I normally would at home. I'm not exercising because I'm back to back meetings and I'm in a different time zone. I haven't been, I've spent most of my time inside. So I haven't been going for my walks and getting my vitamin D. You just don't feel the same. Right. Right. You know? Exactly. And you can get into that cycle really quickly it's been a week of this for me I haven't trained in a week since I've been here you know and so everything changes you know you you are not as regular you don't sleep as well you crave more sugar so and it's but 
what I recommend for people in that sense is, you know, like with supplements, I said, start with one thing, but with life changes, also start with one thing. You know, maybe it's going for a walk outside for 30 minutes a day. Like you can't fix it all at once because I feel that if you do, you set yourself up for failure. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I completely 100% agree with you. I think a lot of people do that, you know, especially with the new year's right around the corner, you know, people are going to have like 15 goals for the new year. And they're all going to, you know, everyone's going to join the gym again, and they're going to, you know, try to eat healthy and everything at once. And it's like, you are setting yourself up up for failure. And then you wonder why your health isn't improving. You know, it's it's just a matter of creating healthy routines. So it's a matter of creating healthy habits. And I think, you know, on that topic, it's very, very um, interesting to me how you have packaged your products, which I love, by the way. I am obsessed with the way that they're packaged. Why? Because they're like, for everyone listening, so you guys remember like back in the day, if you're a 90s kid, you will know, like Crystal Light had little packets, right? Where you can, um, you know, pour it into a water bottle mix it up easy to go right everybody loved those I love those that's exactly how uh Vita Glow's packets are they're they're just you know um they're slender they're you know like tubular shaped and they're you just you can you know pop them in your bag you can pop them in your gym bag wherever you are going you can have them with you and so even if you have a water bottle you you know, you mix it in, you shake it up and you just drink it. And it's wonderful. So I love the accessibility and the, you know, the availability of how this packaging has been designed by you. And I think that is, you know, coming full circle. What I'm trying to say is the reason people I think can't stick to habits or create good habits is because it's very hard and difficult to carry around a giant pill bottle. You know what I mean? As compared to like a few packets that you can easily, you know what I mean? Pop in your purse or whatnot. So that that's also a huge thing that brands need to think about, you know, when they're approaching yeah. these kind of categories. And I think you've done such an excellent job with just keeping the consumer in mind and keeping in mind what goes into habit formation, you know, like what are the things that people are looking for that's going to make them stick to something. And it's, so, I've heard that people say that I've heard that it takes about three weeks to 21 days to create a habit. Um, you know that's an interesting thing look for me in terms of the packaging we did a rebrand in 2021 Um, so all of our packaging we looked at our packaging options we looked at you know making it from recyclable materials and making it recyclable and um, I also really I mean we do offer the collagen in a loose powder format as well for people who prefer that but I really saw an opportunity here for convenience I wanted to create products that people could take straight in water wherever they were no need to blend in the smoothie not to get the blender out you know where people can create a ritual around it I wanted something fast and effective that they could fit into their very busy modern lives Um, and you know those pre-portioned sachets are a really convenient way to take it and if it's easier for people then then they're more likely to stick to it yeah I agree with you I completely agree with you and I think you know one thing I want to actually talk about now is is this idea of the ender you know, the endocrinology associated with, um, you know, getting on a very healthy regimen of using such products as yours, because I think this is an area that no one is really talking about right now, um, you know, in the space. And by the way, I do want to do like a, you know, completely uh, shameless self promo because my goal right now, I don't know if anyone's been following me, but I've been publishing papers in medical journals. And what I'm doing is I'm creating reviews for all of you that are like easy to understand. They're not a lot of science jargon and i'm trying to put all of these concepts in a re- like a reliable resource which is medical journals you know which are peer-reviewed they're you know they're uh, reviewed by the best of the best in terms of scientists and i'm hoping that when you do go and you <laughs> say i've read an article i hope you're reading some of these because these are this is my goal is you know but these i'm, kind I'm of glad you're saying that because a lot yeah. of the problem with you know you and i can talk about molecule weight and and things like that but a lot of it just goes over people's heads like most people wouldn't know what a Dalton weight is and comparing it to 300,000 to 2,000 so you know in paving the way for education it does need to be simple it does need to be people need to understand it in a simple way so that it can't go over their heads because then they don't understand it and education is really key. Absolutely. I completely agree with you. And, you know, um, to kind of like uh, go back to the endocrinology thing, I wanted to actually say this to you. I was so excited when before our interview because I was like, I can't wait to talk to her about this because the products you have 
are so vital, I feel like, in, you know, in today's world, in today's landscape, because what we're really facing these days is this problem of multi-endocrine um, pathologies. These are multi-glandular pathologies, meaning your adrenal glands messed up, your pituitary glands messed up. You've got, you know, everything's going crazy. Yes, yes, all your hormones What is through up. the roof? Exactly. And they're all going on at once, which we've never seen before in medical science. Usually it's a pituitary gland that's messed up or it's one other gland. that In these pathologies that I'm describing, it's four or five different glands, you guys, that are getting like, you know, going haywire. And you know what's the underlying cause of all that is malnutrition. And why? It, how can you have malnutrition in a well-developed country, in a first world country? Exactly what Anna talks about. You're not taking it in the right amounts or it's not getting absorbed or it's not, you know what I mean? Like the route's not correct. Or but the also product is our, food, yeah. our, our modern food processing and, yeah. you know, at, uh, and how we're harvesting our food, pesticides, herbicides, how our soil is so lacking in mineral as well. You know, yeah. the dramatic decrease in vitamins and minerals in foods like green beans, you know, the effect that um, the contraceptive pill has on hormones and has on levels of estrogen and, you know, how that's going into our waterways. Uh, there's a lot outside a lot. supplements that goes into that, you know, and exactly also, you don't make it easy. Eating organic, non-processed foods is so expensive. It's hard it's to find. Hard. If you've got a family of two or three children, how are you supposed to feed them on our average wages, you know, organic foods? I mean, it's just not. It's, it's not possible. Not, it's not possible. I mean, it's, it's very it's, privileged yeah. if you can. You know, exactly, exactly. And you know what's funny? And, and I, I mean, it's not funny, but it's very ironic. My grandparents grew up, were, you know, they lived and grew up and died. And, you know, they just their whole life was in rural India. And guess what they had? Agricultural land. And guess what they they ate and all of their children ate organic food. And I keep telling my friends that are like into real estate and stuff. I'm like, you want to invest in something? Go buy a piece of land. You know why? Because you can till you can grow food on that land and no one can tell you you can't do it you can grow food and you don't you know that's one of the biggest problems we have now is that we keep relying on these outside sources for our nutrition and that is going to end up killing all of us if we don't really you know keep in mind what it is our body needs and so again coming back to topic i'm you know the reason i'm saying all of this is when you're looking for supplementation when you get your blood work back from the physician and you see that you're lacking in vitamin D or vitamin C or one of your B vitamins is low. You need to go and find a source outside of just your physician and find a company like Vita Glow that is doing things right. They have the, you know, the right ethics behind them and take care of yourself. You know what I mean? Put your money where it's supposed to be. Stop buying junk, you know, that you don't need. Like people always complain, you know, I don't have enough money for skincare. I don't have enough money. Well, those are the same people that are spending $300 on a freaking face serum when they should be really investing in products that are long-term use. You know what I mean? Which is long-term. Yeah, from within, beauty from within, glowing from within, exactly. And it's that's where I get so, so, like, you can hear it in my voice. I'm very, you know, excited right now. But it's because this is a real thing. It's a real problem these days, you know. And, it, you know, I have I have people who email me. They say, you know, I wasted $800. And I'm like, why didn't you just go see a dermatologist or a nutritionist? You know what I mean? Like, why didn't you just go and spend your money where it should be spent? So, you know, it's seeing, just a, seeing a nutritionist yeah. is something that is so game changing. I mean, I had three children in three and a half, in, in, in two and a half years and I breastfed so long. And, you know, that post hormonal drop uh, and the postpartum depletion after having children for women, women consistently underestimate just the difference that it makes and postpartum depletion is so real and it can last up to seven years after having a baby and it's the last thing you feel like when you're you know looking after a new baby if you're breastfeeding or even if you're formula feeding the hormones the blood loss the changes that it makes in a woman's body and I remember when I finished breastfeeding my third child my daughter I went and saw a nutritionist for the first time and I was mind blown and there's something this is someone that knows a lot about you know health and wellness and and at the small changes that she had me make to my diet small 
minimal changes, things like adding in more nuts and seeds, you know, healthy fats like avocados, eggs. I mean, the the difference, just just the simple changes that it made to my diet and how that made me feel internally. And then also how it made me look, you know. Um, And yeah, I mean, I, I think it's so important. And also, if you are if you do have a specific concern, say your specific concern is cystic acne or dermatitis, you'll go to your GP, your general practitioner. My recommendation is that get a referral. See a specialist, you know, and I, I'm learning this all the time. I mean, my son has had bleeding noses, my eldest, for so long. And I, I went to a GP several times and, you know, we had blood work done. Everything was fine. He, I have von Willebrand's disease. He doesn't have von Willebrand's disease. And it kept going on. It was like, you know, try this you know, blocking his nose this way and hold his head up and, um, you know, try Vaseline inside his nose and all of this. And after like a year, I was like, I'm so over this. I mean, he's got to be a reason. So I asked for a referral to an e-nose and throat specialist. Guess what? We took him in. The doctor numbed inside his nose, cauterized a little blood vessel, never had a bleeding nose again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. It was really simple because I saw an expert. And I think that in my experience, even with doctors, I mean, doctors are amazing. But, you know, for me, having von Willebrands, I have to have a pediatrician for the child because it's genetic. I have to have a hematologist for me, for my bloods. I have to have an obstetrician and I have to have an anaesthetist because I have to have cesareans under a general anaesthetic. And they're all top of their field medical doctors. But guess what? They don't talk to each other. (laughs) I'm planning for a natural, you know, vaginal birth. And then two weeks before I'm supposed to be having a baby, my hematologist says, oh, by the way, it's a non-instrumental delivery. I don't know what that means. I've got no idea what that means. I'm not a doctor, you know. And I'm like, oh, okay. So then I go to my obstetrician. I said, oh, by the way, the hematologist told me a no-instrumental delivery. And he was like, well, what do you mean? That's craziness. Why would you? I can't give you a non instrumental delivery that means you have to have a cesarean I'd been planning for a natural birth for 36 weeks I had a doula I wanted to do all of these things and I was heartbroken that I had to find out that I had thank god I had cesareans but at the time I was heartbroken that I had to have it and then you know and then it's like because you can't use forceps or vacuum and so many vaginal births ends with forceps or vacuums so we can't use that because if the baby has von Willebrand's disease and that kind of pressure to the baby's sensitive skull could cause bleeding to the brain makes complete medical sense but the obstetrician doesn't think about that. The hematologist thinks about that. Then, then they go to the anaesthetist. The anaesthetist is looking at my books at 6 p.m. at night and I'm scheduled for a cesarean at 7 o'clock the next morning. And he calls me and he says, Anna, I've just been sent your blood work by the hematologist. I can't put a needle in your spine. And I'm like, oh my yay, God. yay, I can what? have a natural birth. And they're like, no, no, no. I have to put you under a general anesthetic because I can't risk putting a needle in your spine with von Willebrand's disease and the way that your blood platelets are. That could cause bleeding into the spine. I can't take that risk. Yeah, I mean, it's, so, it's, it's nuts. It's, you know, nuts. They're all of these doctors that are the top of their fields, but one is expert in, in obstetrics, one is in hematology, one is in you know putting people to sleep or giving people. They don't, it's not their area of expertise. <laughs> so. Yeah. You know, if you are looking to change your diet or make simple things, then, you know, I think your general practitioner is the best place to start. And if you don't get answers, see a specialist. I mean, honestly, I, I don't know. I'm I'm a little on the fence with that because I will agree with you that there is a lot of lack of communication between specialists, but general practitioners are kind of... um. I don't know. I don't know what the best word is. Here in the US, at least, I find them to be very much lacking in their medical knowledge. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. I mean, I have. I mean, I, I feel that, that too, but that's because. Yeah. They're, because they're doing everything. You know, someone's yeah. coming in because they've got a swollen toe. Someone's got an in because they're having a sore throat. Someone's coming in because they've got knee pain. They have to deal with everything. So that's why it's a good start because they right. can, but you ask them, point me in the right direction of the specialist that deals exactly. with that. You know, you're not exactly. going to be a pod- podiatrist if you've got heart palpitations, you know? Yeah, that's totally no. It totally makes sense, and I and I totally see where you're coming from. It, it it makes complete sense, and I think that you know we have such a tendency to get tunnel vision, you know, in medicine and in especially allopathic medicine, where you're not holistically looking at your patient, you are not considering all of the factors that you forget about all of these other subspecialties. You know, like I think that is a huge problem, and it's definitely made medic, you know, going to a specialist or going to any doctor a little bit, you know, daunting for a lot of 
patience because it's like, well, am I even going to get any answers? I mean, my mother is in the same boat. I mean, hell, if you talk to my mom, she'll tell you, I hate going. To, she hates it. She hates going to the doctor because she feels like every time she goes, she's like, I, I feel like I get nothing accomplished. Nothing happens because it's the same BS just in another way, you know? And so um, she is very, very particular as well because she has the same issue where no one's communicating with each other. Um, but, you know, I want to actually, I want to come back to your brand because I think one of the products that I really want to highlight um, quickly, but importantly, is this anti-geox, mm. antioxidant supplements you have. I absolutely love that you have this product. I think this is one of the most like trailblazing products I've seen in a long time for ingestibles, especially because we all know, you know, well, you and I know, but for everyone listening, even if you do know to reinstate, you know, glucose and glucose metabolism and glucose load and your glycemic index, your glycemic load, these are all things that impact almost every aspect of your health, not mm -hmm. just weight or weight loss or whatever they impact things like developing um anti like uh, autoimmune diseases for example they will and, impact that yeah antigeox includes multi-essential nutrients you know herbs antioxidants vitamins and minerals too for skin regeneration to reduce free radicals formed in the body and assist with sugar metabolism so the active ingredients of vitamin c ascorbic acid 200 milligrams then we've got biotin we have chromium so for example if you are craving sugar all the time and you go to a naturopath they will often prescribe you with a supplement called chromium we have hydrocook which is a, a, a trademarked active form of curcumin or turmeric so really good for inflammation um, and vitamin e magnesium niacinamide uh, mm. and zinc so really potent vitamins and minerals but the most important part of this product is that it's an effervescent powder that melts directly onto the tongue so it penetrates the bloodstream in about 15 minutes which is really unique and the first of its kind in this type of uh, product I love it, you know, and, and the reason I love it is because I wanted to actually share with you my own testimonial, which is I have Hashimoto's. I've had it for a long time now. And Hashimoto's disease, for everyone uh, listening, it's an autoimmune disorder where you, basically your body is attacking your thyroid gland. So you're always, you're going to have symptoms like where you're always tired. You're going to have problems with digestion. You have a lot of issues. You know, it's like, it's a very like multifaceted kind of, uh, you know, presentation that you have. And this has actually helped me a lot with my energy levels. I want to tell you that on air yeah and also it's i i love it because i have a sweet tooth and at three o'clock i always feel like a coffee i always yeah. feel like a bar of chocolate and this is the perfect product in that in that you know and you can take up to two a day i don't take two a day because i don't need it but you can take up to two a day and it is a wonderful supplement to take with your energy levels if you're struggling with um sugar cravings tiredness fatigue uh, and and they're really bioavailable forms of vitamins and minerals that are super yeah. efficacious and absorb into your body I love it. No, I love this product very much. I, I use it every single day. I've, I'm a huge fan. And I think that, you. you know, I, I just love everything you're doing. You know, I, I think it's really, really breakthrough. And I think we need a lot more innovation in the space and for a lot more people to be following in the footsteps of what you're doing, because this is the path to real health, you know, to really benefiting yourself, really becoming well overall, you know, and I just, I encourage everybody, you know, check out the brand, uh, the website, you know, if you're in the U.S., it's us.vidaglow, so V-I-D-A-G-L-O-W.com, and check out the brand, check out everything, you know, in the line, and yeah, pick something out and just try it, you guys, that's that's the best way to go, you know, my goal with Skincare Anarchy is always, I only invite on the best of the best. So I'm not going to have a supplement brand on here that I don't believe in, you know, or that I haven't tried myself. And I've tried this brand. It's wonderful. It really works. And Anna is the real deal. She's, she's, as you can tell, she's all about the science, you know, and that's what we want. And somebody who's behind a supplement brand. So um, and I want to thank you so much. You've been such a pleasure to speak with. It's been such an thank honor to host you. So much. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so grateful. I really appreciate it. Thank you. And thank you for your kind words. It means a lot to me, you know, so thank you. Yeah. No, no problem. And everyone listening, please take a second to go onto Apple Podcasts and leave us a written review with five stars. It really means a lot to us and it helps us a lot in terms of our growth. So I would really appreciate it everybody, if everybody could do that. Thank you so much. And thank I'll be back you. next time. Thank you.